Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Working Blonde Podcast. Who is ready to laugh and get real about their 20s? So, Leanna, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Let's let's see where this goes. <laughs> so much to share. How do you feel about being the first guest on the Working Blonde podcast? I am so excited to be a part of this. Like, no joke. Like, I when you announced that you were doing this, I was like, this is a super cool adventure for you. Um, and you, I know you have so much information to share, and I'm just so yeah. happy to be a part of it. Like, oh my god! Thank you. Well, so for people that don't know, Leanna and I have known each other for about. I think it's four years now, Leanna. Almost four years, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Time has flown by and with distance just made our friendship even stronger because yeah. uh, you're in Denver and now I live in Atlanta. Yeah. And so it just makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> it really does. I miss our, all of our hangout time though. I wish oh. we could actually physically be together. <laughs> I know. May, May, it's coming. Yes, I'll be there. Yes. I'm, yeah. I booked my ticket. We'll be there. But awesome. so with everything going on with COVID, so mm-hmm. Leanna put basically put me through a once in a lifetime experience that I will never forget for the rest of my life. Um, So she got a group of us and it was people that I really didn't know, but it was friends uh, that she's known for many years um, Mm -hmm. from her husband. Oh my God, husband. I'm not used to that. It's been six months though. How weird is that? Oh my God, it's crazy. This time is (laughs) blown by. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we went Exactly. So when we went on this trip, um, I was the only single person on this trip, to say the least. Um, And we just went on an adventure of a lifetime for Europe for two weeks. We went to Budapest, we went to Dubrovnik, Croatia, um, aka Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yes, King's Landing. King's Landing, epic. And we watched this finale there. It was just like perfect and then we went to Italy and we went there for three days or not three days sorry we went to three cities and we managed to survive somehow (laughs) somehow Somehow. so much happens in that trip that those two weeks I I don't know how we managed it honestly (laughs) I don't know either I really don't I just know like I needed a vacation from that vacation because I was so tired and that time change was bad the time change was really bad but so much so much but Leanna is a freaking pro at traveling like I inspire to be her because my friends look at me because I'm the planner and they expected me to plan all these fun cool trips like I spring break I planned all that stuff but um it was kind of nice to have Leanna be the one this time <laughs> really take it because she's already been to some of these cities and taking under her wing saying oh let's do this 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 and this I already have the Airbnbs worth considering oh. the food that we have to go to and it was all perfectly on a budget I tried you were tried. like a pro I'm like Leanna it, like Leanna took it a whole, whole nother level so I want to know how the hell did you figure this out how did you oh, just boy. sit down and do this so this particular trip came in a variety of ways there were some cities that we wanted to see there were some cities that at the time he was my boyfriend I really wanted to take him to to Florence in Mm -hmm. Italy and we really wanted to go to Croatia but we didn't know like where else to go and so we kind of like in the process of this landed on Budapest and then talking with our friends I think you were actually one of the first ones that asked like can I hop on part of this trip and I'm always um, a more the merrier type of person um so I was like for sure and then we had some other friends that asked because they wanted to visit him while he was studying abroad in Ireland Mm -hmm. Um, but they weren't sure when to go so I was like well we're doing this big trip you can come if you want Uh, and so it kind of just like piled on top from that so we had the destinations already set um, just from 
conversations that Ricky and I had been having for for months, honestly. And then from there, um, I had already been looking at some Airbnbs. So we just kind of changed a few of them to accommodate seven people. And then, I don't know, I just, I had done a couple of trips before that and just had a, a little bit of time to like really figure out a process. I used to literally write down on a piece of paper, here's like, my plan here's the average cost of of travel in a place anything like that and eventually it morphed into the spreadsheet that we had for our <laughs> which was so helpful because we were all in different spots and we could all hop mm-hmm. on while we're you know taking break at work or whatever mm-hmm. it was um, and it kind of became like a here's a calendar of where we're gonna be here's what we need to do like figure out travel between places, find an Airbnb, where that's booked, who paid for it, like how much is all this going to cost? Um, I tried to do like a, a high, middle, low end budget so that we all kind of knew how much we were going to be spending. I mean, it's always, there's always pieces of like, do you want to yeah. buy fancy souvenirs or do you want to not? Like, so I don't know. It's just culmination of everything <laughs> together in one spreadsheet. Here we are. Google Sheets are a magical thing, I yes. swear. But yeah, I, I feel like most majority of things, I think you guys define the cities and you guys ask our opinions. And then eventually we're thinking about adding more cities. But then in the end we decided, oh, you know what? Like, let's actually appreciate where we're going to be and actually spend more time there. So as I mentioned, we went to Budapest, Dubrovnik, Croatia, and then three cities in Italy. Out of all those three, all of those places, which one was your favorite? Oh, boy. Um, I know. So- if we, we talk about the obvious one, um, I got engaged wow. in Dubrovnik, so that one will always be top towards the top. But if we take away that, I think, honestly, I think Budapest really stood out. Um, the cities that I go into with travel that I have very low expectations for always blow my mind. <laughs> like, yeah. I am so blown away by like the people and the food and the culture. And I think Budapest really did that because, you know, we had a whirlwind three days there but we did so much and we saw so much of the city that I like we talk Ricky and I talk about all the time like we really want to go back there and and do more because we barely tapped into that city I agree Um, I don't know I I always think of it like this trip every city had its highlight for sure (laughs) should we talk about the main highlight in Budapest (laughs) I um so be aware even though your Airbnb can be ranked five stars which ours was Mm -hmm. ranked five stars which is the best ranking you get on which was um just make sure to check the beds first before you actually lay in them um I will I'll give us this it was late we got there late it was only one bedroom technically that had this issue um but Leanna handled it like a freaking badass and basically found us a very upscale hostel like it was a hotel I consider it a hotel not a hostel even though they say a hostel bunk beds in their hotel (laughs) Like I had my own little room. It was like a hotel. We had, your, we had our key and everything. Leanna yeah. and Ricky had their room. I had mine. And we had this amazing view of the river. That was spectacular. Upgrade. Upgrade. Yes. 100%. It in a bar well. downstairs. Oh, yeah. That was very nice, too. Bar <laughs> downstairs. We basically saw Budapest in the first day with less than like maybe five hours of sleep because we were taking our luggage and everything we basically saw yep. Budapest in one afternoon yep. in one side uh, to the next so much of the same. and then like after moving from Airbnb into hostel because mm-hmm. of that whole process thank god it worked out honestly I, I don't know how that 
couple or genius. Off. You're a genius. <laughs> a lot of like just like complaining with Airbnb when all that went down. Um, but like after that, we even walked around the city for like the whole afternoon. Yeah. I think that evening we did our river tour too. We like did. that was fun. We mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff that day. <laughs> we saw oh, we so did much so of the much. Yeah. So much. And I would say with Budapest too, I think because I knew a little bit of Italian history, but mm-hmm. you know I'm a history nerd to say the oh, least. Yes. I, know you, I know you are too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we went over to the Buddha side, which is the bougie side is what I call it. And um, we, I wanted to learn more of the history because I'm like, okay, the Buddha side is the bougie, rich palace side. And also people, you can only get Hungarian wine in Hungary. You can't get it outside of Hungary. Yeah. And cause I told my mom this, my mom's like, Cindy, if you find bottles of wine, you just ship it or you can find it in America. And of course, that was our first stop. And I cannot find Hungarian wine outside yeah. of Hungary. Some of our friends that were on this trip uh, found some. I don't know how. They had a friend give it to them. I, if I can find it again, I will let you know how they got it. But yeah, I think it was like, maybe they got it from Canada or something like that. I don't know where it was from. But like, Canada? Oh, my God. I, I don't know. It was something weird. But like, we were over at their house like a month ago. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have Hungarian wine. And we were like, What? Like, how did you get this? How? how? I don't know. I will have to follow up with you on that because yeah. I honestly have no idea where they got it. They just like, yeah. got it. I was like, okay. Oh my God. Well, so. since I, since our European mm-hmm. adventure too, in general, wine, like my parents have now gone Croatian wine. <laughs> like they've yeah. gone that in stores. Um, Chianti. I'm obsessed with Chianti now. It's uh, my favorite red wine. Every time I go for Italian wine now, I'm like, yeah, this Chianti just seems so good. It's just wine and food galore. And you're walking so much that you feel like you're not gaining any weight from all the food exactly. and wine you're drinking. Yep. Yep. You live exactly. this amazing life of European luxury. <laughs> I miss Europe so much right now. COVID-19 is, well, technically 2021, we said we we're going to do these trips every other year. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Probably not. No, I don't think Sadly. so. Sadly, um, it's fine. Mm. But okay, so one thing I want to know too is obviously you helped us set up a budget and you kind of got a feel for how much are, are we willing to mm. spend. But, you know, how do you define like getting a budget set up for these type of trips? I think I started by breaking into categories. So mm. over just experience of traveling, I kind of find like food is obviously a very important category. Transportation. So like remove the flights to getting these to these mm. places and just think about transportation within a city. So like doing research on like how much it costs to take the train around Budapest or um, how how are we gonna get between cities in Italy? Like who knows? How are we gonna get from the airport in Croatia to our, our, I guess it was a VRBO at that point, to where we were staying. Um, And so just trying to like figure out, there's a lot of online resources for that part. Um, Just looking at how much things cost to travel within a city. city food, accommodation. Um, you know, two years ago when we did this trip, I was on super extreme budget mode. Now I might be a little more flexible and like, be like, okay, you know, $50 per person per night isn't bad. But at the time we were averaging like 30 bucks a person per night, yeah. like at our Airbnbs. <laughs> Finding ones that we were all comfortable within like a range of that. And then, um, yeah, so like accommodation, food, and then I always talk about like souvenirs, you know, I collect art in every city that I go to. Uh, my whole office in the other room is like covered in art and it's great. Yeah, just if I know I'm going to want something there, plan for it and then, yeah, just go from there and add it up. And then honestly, like 
add another 20 to 25% in your budget just because you don't know what's going to happen. We were in Rome and we decided to tour the Vatican. That was an extra 50 euro a person. Like, yeah, no credit card. Yeah. Yeah. No credit cards. (laughs) Yeah. Prep for that as well. Like do research. Yeah. Get cash. Even if you think that they'll accept credit cards. Uh, I think Budapest was a great example. Um, A lot of our friends thought they'd accept credit cards because it's a big major city and so many places didn't accept credit cards in Budapest. So we we spent, um, you know, I'm I'm sure their banks covered ATM fees. That's also a good thing to look at, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I think we had to go to the ATM a couple of times. Several, <laughs> yeah, several times. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know I had to figure out a way because I know I didn't bring a debit card or anything because I was oh, enchanting. Yeah. So I had to like call people from back home saying like, hey, can you just do this one quick favor for me? <laughs> well, me no. A little. <laughs> yeah. no, exactly. But the thing is too, I would definitely say when it comes to souvenirs, because I think I tried to get a souvenir in every city mm-hmm. we went to. Definitely. One thing you did get me hooked on was artwork. Um, like actually going to get our work from each city I went to. I think I couldn't get one in Venice, but when we went to each little city in Venice, so Venice had these two little mm-hmm. islands and there was a one that's made for glass, one for is it lace? lace. I think it was yeah. lace. Yeah. And so I bought a scarf from the lace place and then like a gorgeous, cute little mm-hmm. Italian bowl that I was trying to make sure it was like a kind of like a mom and pop shop. No one else yeah. could get like a similar design. Okay. So exactly. You got you got me hooked on that because those are irreplaceable. Yeah, those are irreplaceable. Like those are things like, and of course, I did get an Italian leather purse because, like, you have to. Of course, like, of course. Like, if I had budgeted more, I totally would have gone for like a leather jacket, but I was not prepared for that. At yes, all. those were expensive. Well, the thing is, too, I remember coming back from customs in Denver, oh. and I didn't fill out the sheet of what I bought because, like, honestly, I wasn't bringing back anything horrible, like food yeah. or anything. So I was like, I'm not gonna fill this out. The guy looks at me, he's like, You were gone for two weeks and you seriously didn't buy anything. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, well, I got this purse. And he's like, Oh, is it like $400, $500? I'm like, No, I'm not spending that money. Did you think it's a like, Louis Vuitton or something? Twenty dollars, <laughs> yeah, like maybe ninety bucks in American money. Like oh, I don't you did know. get the nicer one. I forgot about gotten for that too. Like I, I really didn't budget for high end souvenirs on that trip, and yeah. I wish that I had. And now I just have to go back to Italy to get these things. <laughs> yeah, you have to go back. It's yeah. in, why not? So, out of all the trips that you've done, because Lena, you've been everywhere. You've been in Asia. You've been to Europe. You've been to Canada. You've been all over the place. Yep. Where's your most favorite destination? So I've been trying to think about this and honestly (laughs) I have like every place has its own charm, its own culture, its own beauty. And that's one thing I really love about travel. Um, But I guess if I I really had to pick uh, right now, the one that I've been like really wanting to go back to is Vietnam of all places. Like I only get, I get to spend about a week there. It's been four years now, (laughs) four years since I went to Vietnam. Um, My got to spend about a week there and this was another place that I had very low expectations for. Um, I was on a, a study abroad short-term trip. So I was mm-hmm. able to go to Thailand right after that. And I was more excited for Thailand than I was for Vietnam. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to go because it's part of the trip. Um, and I got there and the people are so nice. The food is amazing. The history is like insane. You hear a lot about their side of the story for the, the Vietnam War Mm -hmm. Um, which they call the American War, like so much history there. Um, It's really interesting to see how people could survive such a a terrible time for their country Mm -hmm. um, and and still be so optimistic and happy and, you know, just trying to make the best of life. So I really want to go back there. 
Um, another one that jumps out to me is Spain. Um, I guess it was I, shortly after my trip to Vietnam, actually the same year. I did a lot of travel that year. We went to Barcelona. It was a stopping point. Uh, we were trying to go to England. We went to Morocco and then we went to Spain and then Ireland. Um, and Barcelona was just like a waypoint to get to Ireland. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, we won't really plan anything there. And yeah. it was like the best part of that trip for me. Um, so much that the coordinates are tattooed on my ankle. Um, I loved it so much. Yes. Um, That's on my list. I, can we go there? Can we have our next once we go after sure. COVID and everything? Can we go to Spain? Yes, please. I know some Spanish. I can be yeah. pretty good with, they might laugh at me, but I like can get a general I can ask for certain items. Um, that's, a, I guess, another tip branching really quickly off of that is definitely like learn a, bit, a little bit of the language, uh, mm -hmm. just even knowing some basic terms, like if their menu is all in Italian, like in Rome, like you can understand essentially what's on the menu at least. Yeah. But yeah, if, if we go to Spain, uh, I would love it. Um, Adding to our list. Sangria all day. We, oh. we just like sat by the harbor and like you could get a pitcher of sangria for like five euro, like a pitcher pitcher of sangria. And just, it was so great. It was so amazing. So, I would say my next destination would be Spain and Portugal. Like oh, those yes. are two places I want to go to. Besides like Ireland, I want to go back to London. Yeah. I went to London when I was a young, lot younger. And I like want to still see that. Like I, again, I want to yeah. make sure like when you go to Europe, I feel like you have to go for at least two weeks. Like yeah, for you sure. can't go any, you can't go any shorter. Yeah. Uh, otherwise you're rushing. Like and who wants to rush yeah. Europe? No one wants to rush Europe. You spent money to get over there. Yeah. And you would miss so much. Like that's mm -hmm. worth taking your time. But yeah, I, I love Ireland too. So that one's not the very top because I've just been there, but um, yeah. yeah, definitely would revisit if I could. So what would you say are your like top, maybe three to five tips for traveling abroad in your twenties? Yeah. What are some things that you sh people should focus on when booking their trip? I was trying to write this down earlier honestly and there's I know so much knowledge from your in your head <laughs> and I'm probably going to forget some of it but I think what stands out to me is travel far and often and I know that's kind of cliche but it's worth it it really is and it travel I say travel far because like if you're trying to go to Southeast Asia those flights are going to be 15 hours long to get to where you need to go so if you travel far and you're able to to do it like two times in your 20s you can easily once you get there travel to you know four or five countries in a couple of weeks because it's mm -hmm. so close together they're so small um, everything's a lot cheaper there once you're there um, but it's it's just something that was like do go as far and as wide as you can because as you start getting older more settled in your career um I guess it obviously depends on your, mm -hmm. your company and, you know, big vacation time you have, but I, I wish I had taken advantage of my college breaks a little bit more. Um, I wish I had, you know, pushed a little more to travel when I could mm -hmm. uh, take advantage of family trips if I can. <laughs> like I didn't do that. And I even, my brother even lived in Italy for like three or four years. It's perfect opportunity to like go there. perfect opportunity. <laughs> I only, that was the first time I went to Italy. I was 19. And after that, I, I never went until 2019. Yeah. I just would really say like, go as, as far and as wide as you can. Um, mm -hmm. Something else that I always think is important, uh, obviously learn a bit of the language and the culture mm -hmm. before you go, especially if you're going to you know, 
countries that don't speak a lot of English, understanding how they act and who they are and knowing mm-hmm. even a couple of phrases of like even hello and goodbye are helpful because even if you're using translate apps like Google, Google Translate, a lot of times they don't translate correctly. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in mm-hmm. Vietnam, trying to talk to a restaurant owner just to order breakfast and he knew zero English and I knew zero Vietnamese and he was trying to talk through like the Google Translate app and it wasn't perfect and so it was really hard to like to talk to them Um, but even still they were super nice about it. I would say even like Italy even though you think Italy with the tourism there is going to be really good with English. I mean Rome was okay but like Florence shocked me that English is really not well known there. And I noticed when we had a layover in Paris, because we were in Italy mm-hmm. so long, I kept on saying like, thank you in Italian to people in France. And I already know the French people hate Americans. Yeah. And I looked at this lady, I'm like, I am so sorry. I've been in Italy for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and she just yeah. gave me this smirk like, oh, you mm-hmm. American, you yep. idiot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Paris is a whole nother that's a whole there. nother that's a whole nother adventure that needs to happen too since we didn't have long enough <laughs> not even eight hours. we had eight hours there but we only spent like three hours outside the airport so yeah let's go three back. hours we had to get back yes. <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think yeah language is so helpful Huge. to understand um i think a lot of times too if you're going to a new place either by yourself or with a group one of the things that i found a good balance and i feel like was be open-minded to new experiences, but don't be afraid to say no. Mm-hmm. So like be, only do what you're comfortable with. Like I went to a hostel the first time I traveled by myself and I spent a lot of time exploring the city by myself because I was wary of getting to know people Probably. at the hostel. Yeah, that was a that was a fun experience as well. Whole nother story there. <laughs> but I think like once I did start spending time with the people at the hostel, I was there over New Year's, so we had like a New Year's barbecue and it was really cool. And occasionally I'll see them on Instagram and stuff. And it's really cool to see what they're up to, even though I don't really talk to them. I only knew them for like two days, but it was really interesting to to learn from them, their stories of adventure. But also at the same time, like I wasn't going to go get blackout drunk with these people because I'm not going to get blackout drunk in another country anyway, but yeah I'm not necessarily comfortable with that so I might say no to to going out with them to do something because I'm not comfortable with that and and not feeling that fear of missing out because I know that I can create my own experience that I'll still really love um but yeah just being open-minded to talking meeting new people and experiencing those things in a new way but also like don't let the fear of missing out like pull you into something you don't want to do makes sense so that was a big lesson learned (laughs) I guess one thing we should have done before we, you know, started talking about saying about traveling, because, you know, I told you to have maybe a drink or so before doing this, you know, to help with nerves. You know, what we should have done. We should have taken a duck fart shot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Take us back. So we found this friend yeah, bar. It's called the friend bar. It was called a friend bar in Florence. We went there twice because we loved it so much. Yep. Um, and they had shots called duck fart shots. Mm-hmm. And they were absolutely delicious and dangerous. <laughs> what was it? It was like whiskey. Whiskey, like a like a liqueur, like a cream liqueur. I feel like yeah, like a cream liqueur too. Yeah, and yeah, it was Kahlua, and it was like perfectly measured out, so you could see the layers of the shot. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So next time we'll do a duck fart shot. Make (laughs) up for this. Oh, I can't wait for us to travel again. It's been too long. Too. Me too. Yeah, we've been trying to do as much travel 
nearby as much as we could um, in the last year, but it's, it's not as fun to sit in the car for eight hours as it is to, you know, hop on a flight, get off in a new city and go wander for eight hours. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, well, yeah. cheers to hopefully and 2021, hopefully that we can start traveling again and doing fun things and uh, onto better pastures and hopefully a next trip, our next group trip. Spain and Portugal. Yes. Yes, please. If you guys want to hear more about traveling stories from Leanna, please hesitate. Don't hesitate to DM me. And um, we have, because we have a lot more stories to tell from her trip. This oh, is yes. just, it's just the cusp of it. I mean, I, I even brought this over this little book that I, oh, yes. we could easily flip through this little photo book and be like, Oh, remember this? Yes. Like, remember Actually, this? Let's make that another story time. Yeah. I think that yeah. needs to be another story time. Cause there's a shit ton of stories left that we haven't oh, talked about, but so this is a general synopsis of how you do traveling in your twenties when you're yes. trying to be on a budget and live life and try to be an adult at the same time. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a nice fine line to walk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to get the latest notifications when a new episode is up. Also follow me at The Working Blonde on Instagram and stay up to date on our topics and guests. This is just the beginning of my podcast journey and I'm so excited for you to follow along.